Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Apex After Hours. This is the Apex Experience. I'm Fallout, a.k.a. John Kef Lucas, joined with the rookie, the legend, the only rookie in ALGS history to win a championship in his very first ALGS appearance. It's none other than Zainu of DZ. Zainu, how you doing, man? How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. This guy's going to like be in the show. <laughs> yeah, Jordan flu era right now because uh, he's actually sick as a dog and didn't even say anything about it in the open. Uh, I appreciate you in the show. Well, well, sick, man. It's been a crazy week for you. I know you're on the Apex Pod with the boys. Uh, travel back all the way from London. How's the week been, man? How's everything been since since London? Uh, the traveling was horrible. I, I I don't like international flights at all. I don't think anyone does. But um, uh, I got stuck in Texas for a night. I sucked. Got home. Not sick, and uh, that's just been it. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Yeah. It's like you had all your good karma yeah. over the week, won the championship, everything was fantastic. You <clears throat> spent it all, all your bad karma is being spent now. That That's actually miserable. Yeah. But uh, outside of all those terrible things, how does it feel to be a champ, man? I mean, 17 years old, I, I think, I, actually, it's another statistic. I'm always like the historian librarian of Apex. I try <laughs> to be, uh, I think you're the youngest player to win a championship yeah, officially. How does so. it feel to be 17 years old and win a championship, man? That's, that's insane. I still like can't believe it sometimes. I'm just like, wow, I, I, keep, I won that land. I don't know. <laughs> Feels like you're in a dream. Uh, yeah. Crazy, man. That's awesome. Well, it's a testament to all the hard work you put in. Uh, your entire story is amazing. And that's the reality, man. The reason we do this, this, this little show is because there are so many great personalities and people and stories in Apex Legends, but not enough storytelling yeah. uh, for people to, to understand your story start to finish. I mean, uh, some people you know, that are just ALGS everyday fans maybe know you as the guy that joined DZ from Meat Lovers. Uh, yeah. Some people know you as Zainu, the ranked grinder who spent hours and hours and hours grinding and streams all the time, puts in the work. Uh, some people know you as the kid on Xbox that used to shit on them back in the Xbox days. When you, you know, so there's no, no one's ever kind of told the story or helped you tell the story start to finish. So I'm excited to, to have a chance to do that yeah. here. Um, very, very, very first question. We're gonna jump into the winning moment, but very, very first question. If um, you could describe yourself, if someone said, who is Zainu, how would you describe yourself to, to somebody? Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. Uh, I, I think, I don't know, man. I, I try to be like really nice. Uh, I, in my stream, my, my community, I try to be like really welcoming and stuff, you know, like I, I, I don't like to have like an ego or anything like that, you know, um, pretty much that's, that's just it. I don't know. I don't like being like cocky about anything. I just want to be like a nice guy, you know? Love it. At no point did you say, kid that dominates apex that's gonna shit on you if you face him in a game of apex at no point did you talk any trash <laughs> or anything you, you really just said a kid who's humble who has good vibes if you stop by the stream you're always gonna be nice to person to a person that stops by you treat the mm -hmm. janitor the same way as you treat your teammate zero well maybe not actually probably treat zero <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but i respect that man that, that that's awesome um well, obviously, we have a lot uh, to talk about today. Uh, just to preview the show for everybody watching. Um, first things first, I'm excited to actually start with the bang. We're going to start with the winning moment, the moment that this young man had a chance to win a match point finals and hoist the trophy at the LGS Split 2 playoffs in London just last weekend. Uh, we actually have a clip from that moment. We're then going to jump into the beginning of his story, how we got his start in Apex Legends as a gamer, uh, his life before Apex Legends. Um, get to know Zainu behind the curtains a little bit. And then we're going to jump into the rest of the trajectory and journey, obviously joining uh, Meat Lovers, moving from Xbox to PC, grinding ranked, joining Meat Lovers, joining Dark Zero, winning a championship. We'll talk ALGS London, uh, and we'll wrap up with looking to the future and what we, what we can expect moving forward. Does that sound like a good topic of cards here for you, Zainu? Yeah, sounds good. Awesome, man. I'm excited to dig in. Again, thanks so much for doing this, especially while you're sick. We, yeah, uh, you we gave this guy like seven outs. We said, dude, we can totally cancel this, reschedule it. He said, nope, <laughs> I made a commitment. He's here, he's locked in, but the guy's sick as a dog, got sick traveling back. So I appreciate that. Um, first things first, uh, the winning moment. Before we show the clip, um, walk me through the match point finals. It was your first, was your first, no, you played in the regional final. So it was your second yeah. match point final mm -hmm. that you ever played in. Um, but this one, obviously on land, your first land. Talk me through the entirety of the experience in totality. What was it like playing on land? Did it feel similar to online? Were you nervous at all? Be honest. Um, lands like complete opposite of online, like everything wow. just different, literally everything. But I, I honestly wasn't nervous at all. I was nervous my first land game, and then we got like second, and zero was like this the entire time we were playing. He's like, You guys got to be confident, you know. And I was like, You know, what? you're right, man. This is like it's it's the same thing. Uh, like when you're playing the game, it's the same thing, but at land, it's completely you like look up, you like forget you're there, and you'll like be playing, you'll look up, and be like, Oh my god, I'm on, I'm on a stage, I completely forgot. And then, I don't know, I, I, I was just really confident after that. I don't know. It's completely wow. different, though. Completely different. 
Yeah, interesting. So in some ways the same, like once you're locked into your game, you feel like you're just mm -hmm. playing Apex Legends, yeah. but the game, when you say completely different, do you mean the nerves, the experience, the whole thing, or do you mean the game actually legit feels different? Uh, the, the experience, game? honestly. I mean, some people play 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 it a little different at land, but mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's that big of a difference. Love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. Some people uh, they ain't got the ice in their veins like some do. Uh, I think safe to say, after you win, won the championship in your first <laughs> uh, first land, you do, man. You played you played incredibly well. Kudos to you and the entire team. Let's actually walk through the winning moment. We actually have a clip uh, for the winning moment. Let's take a look and walk through the very, very last moment, that last game in the match point final, where you guys ended up sneaking your way to a top finish. Let's, uh, mm -hmm. let's watch. Our mics are still hot. We can, we can talk through this. So here's kind of an earlier on eight squads left. So you guys are basically just being a nuisance, but also kind of playing a little small here. Walk me through what your your kind of strategy, what are the comms like at this point? Um, they they were really hectic. I'm not gonna lie, the comms were pretty pretty crazy. But um, we were just trying to like not like show ourselves. We were just trying to like coexist and like wait for someone to like do something that we could play off of, you know. So we were just sitting here. We had like no heals, and we were just like. Just waiting, honestly. <laughs> and then we had, and the energy above that team uh, Jen staring at right now ended up walling. So we were able to play like a little more free uh, and just like actually play how we wanted to. Yep. Yeah, we'll show that here. Let's keep, keep the clip rolling. That wall was a blessing, man. Yeah, honestly, was, yeah. you guys are in between Fnatic and our quite a few teams, right? Yeah. Fnatic going to play aggressive. Seven teams nearby. Yeah. Oxygen, I think it was Vayne that was ratting. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, you don't survive here. But is this the wall here from NRG you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Gave you guys a chance to play a little more freely. From Fnatic's point of view, this is obviously Wigstream. Mm -hmm. We'll run it back to y'all here. I'm bored with the boy. You just, just decide to basically melt that kid and his life, delete him. Now, what yeah, was going on here? Well, Vayne, he was a solo, and he, like, took an evac and landed on Jen. And Jen, like, there's a guy on me, there's a guy on me. So me and Zero turn around. He ends up killing him, and then Zero, he just runs, throws a Horizon queue, and we, we didn't even, like, need to say anything. We just, like, all ran into the Horizon queue, and we, we just, like, played it perfect. I don't know, man. We really did just play it amazing. Let's keep the clip rolling here. Played to perfection indeed. You felt like you wanted to take this fight. You got the seer scan. You decided to start approaching the horizon. Keep the horizon yeah. going to keep you at bay. Three other squads here. Oh my God, DZ could do it here. Couple solos, right? Mm -hmm. But here, but this late game moment. Talk me through. Walk me through this part. Um. Uh, so we see. Uh, I'm not sure if Zero calmed it or not, but he throws the horizon queue, and I see the horizon queue, and I just run straight to it. And then we, as we look down and we see both teams fighting. And I, I don't know, man, I I just like, we just like, actually it's funny because we killed the second guy and I thought it was over. I was like, but I like freak out and there's one guy left and I'm like, where is he? Where is he? So I turn around and then we kill him and then I, we all just stand up. Jen gets on the table. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he did that like three times. They got so bad at him. <laughs> the boy's a ham. He likes to eat it up. That's awesome, man. And honestly, raw motion from you. Yeah. You guys did like not know how to celebrate. It was just pure raw emotion. Yeah, yeah. You're like gyrating. You're shaking in excitement. What did the, did you black out? Do you remember that moment clearly? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I remember, man. It was, it, it's insane. I don't think I'll ever forget it. it you wow. just like it, it's no other feeling. You'll never like winning a land is just something. Awesome, man. That is awesome. Gosh, what a moment, what an experience. Congratulations again on the dub, the way you guys did it. Um, obviously, you had to think you you were still up, right? It was zero, was, did you get knocked the very, no, very end there? It, it still was up? me and zero alive still. It was you and zero alive still. Yeah. But you both had collectively, I think, like at the very, very end, yeah, like, collectively no, no. maybe 35, 40 HP. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just a matter of bullets that could have made somewhat of a difference there. But the fact that both of you alive, you guys are basically like you know, uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan from Rush Hour. I don't even know if you know the reference of that movie because you're 17 years old. <laughs> Please tell me you've seen Rush Hour. Have you seen Rush Hour before? Uh, I'm pretty sure I have, man. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> don't want to piss you off. Oh, he hasn't. He's trying to be nice. He hasn't yeah, seen Rush Hour. That's your homework. I'm going to give yeah, you homework. Okay, I'll, I'll watch you have it. to go watch I'll watch Rush it when I'm laying in bed. That's right. Yeah, don't forget. While you're laying in bed sick, watch Rush Hour. One, two. You can skip three if you want. Don't worry about uh, that. Basically, you're tag teaming like Chris Tucker and, and Jackie Chan. You guys get the dub. Uh, I, I heard on the Apex Pod. Shop, by the way, if you guys have not anyone watching has have not listened to the Apex Podcast yet with Wyatt, uh, Enoch, and the boys, make sure to go check that out. It was an awesome, awesome discussion that you had with, with the guys. Um, you you basically went to the backstage, called your mom, pure I think tears streaming down your face, pure emotion. Yeah. Talking about that moment, what was going on? It, it was insane, man. That was like right after we won. 
I think we, I think it was after we went on the stage actually. So we went back, got all our stuff, and then I was like, I gotta call my mom, man. I gotta call my mom. So I went and called her, and I, I just like couldn't believe it. I don't know. Awesome, man. Uh, that, that's when the, was it the conversation with your mom when the tears started coming when the yeah, started yeah, you or yeah, before? Yeah. No, that was with my mom. Yeah, it was mama. It always yeah. that always happens that way, man. It always that's is. Awesome. Yeah. Is it? Uh, what's your relationship with your mom like? Has she has she been supportive since day one, or was it a little bit of a rocky start? You had to convince her to let you really pursue this thing to drop out of high school or not drop out of high school to take online classes. What, what was yeah. that like? Um. Well, when I was on console, it's like you're not really gonna do much on console, so she like hated it. But as soon as like. My brother, I don't know if you watched the podcast, but I explained it. My brother was like the big reason I got a PC. And as soon as I got a PC, I started like actually like streaming and stuff, you know, and like making it something. And then she's like became really supportive of it, you know, like once you once you actually start doing stuff and like she, you see stuff coming back and you're not just like doing something, you know, uh, it's, it, it's a lot easier for her to understand, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Versus, it looks like yeah. you're just seamless, you know, yeah, just doing seemingly nothing. just putting hours and hours into the game, but not doing anything with it. And yeah, that makes mm. that makes sense. It was similar. I actually true story. I made my my mom a uh, a five page or five slide PowerPoint as to why she should let me go to yeah. my first ever LAN. Um, it wasn't until I started going to LAN, I brought home like a one hundred, two hundred dollar check that she started. Yeah. So, yep. And then then it was like smooth sailing from there. Is that how it is now with your mom? She's all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's completely fine with everything. She didn't like that I was going to London by myself, you know. What was it by myself? Yeah. I technically had to have like a like a guardian for EA, but um, who was your guardian? Uh, it was Christian. I don't know if you saw. Um, he he did like a vlog uh, of all the stuff we did, but uh, it's on oh, the okay. comp Reddit. Yeah, got it. Oh, that's awesome, man. I had a chance to see that. Yeah, and you know, as, as, as great of a discussion as it was with the Apex Pod boys, uh, it might be a little bit repetitive because I know you just talked to them a yeah, days ago. But I want to give people here a chance to kind of hear the story for themselves for the first time as well, if that's okay. So, yeah, um, yeah walk me through life life before Apex Legends, so before Xbox, before PC. Who was Zainu at like 13, 14 years old? You know, how, have you always been the same kind of happy, happy go lucky, very friendly, you know, kid? Were you always big into video games or who, who, what was life like before Apex Legends? Um, I wasn't always like huge into video games. I mean, I'd play them, you know, like everyone, everyone loves video games, but I still like play football, baseball, all that stuff. And then, uh i i think the biggest thing was uh covid you know like for everyone uh when that ha happened i was like I'm, I'm gonna start playing video games a lot more you know like not much else you could do and then uh fortnite everyone started playing that that came out and then i someone like introduced me to apex around like season six or eight and um i've, I've just been hooked ever since then wow that's awesome so sports you played team sports growing up do you I mean, were you like, were you really competitive in sports or you just kind of played casually? Do you attribute any of your, you know, your, your personality, your work ethic, your ability to work as a team, anything into, into sport, your competitive nature due to sports? Uh, yeah, you have to be like very like, you, can, you have to take criticism, you know, you can't just like, that's the worst part about like a, being a player on a team. It's the biggest reason you can fail. If you can't take criticism and become a better player, you know, you're just, it's never going to work out. Yep. That's, that's so you think sports, that yeah. helps mm -hmm. in that regard. Yeah. That makes sense. That's awesome. Were you a good athlete? Uh, yeah, I played baseball for like eight years, played football for like a few. Uh, I I'd say I was good. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately decided to quit baseball and football. To is it, was it to pursue gaming full time? Nah, or you just nah. lost a passion for it? It was, it, was when, it was when COVID happened. So I just like stopped yeah. playing sports in general. Got it. Literally, physically could not play sports. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> obviously stopped for that. Yeah. Never, never started again because Apex took off. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, so you got an apex late, man, compared to most. I mean, a lot of people you talk to, day oneers, they grind to the game early. You talk to Verholz, you talk to a lot of the other you know, peers of yours with, with similar stories. Um, you started season six or season eight, like you said. Um, just what was it that made you fall in love with Apex early on? Uh, I mean, the game is just like so complicated. It's just like so much to learn. You're like, damn, I want to, I want to get good at this game. You know, like figure it all out. So uh, I just like it took me a while. It took me a long time, like use all the abilities and stuff and like there's just so much of the game it's insane like it, it's one of the hardest games to go pro in i think with all like the stuff going on end games it's like very hectic so i mean i just wanted to like learn the game i'm always like if i do something i always want to get good at it and i was like just a game i was like I'm, I'm gonna get good at this game you know yep yep the the complexity of it the skill gap and i agree with you i mean look i've been a pro across a couple titles i've been casting multiple titles i've been doing this for a while mm -hmm. I, I think going pro in apex is harder than most titles i've ever actually all titles i've ever competed in or, or casted personally so i mm -hmm. agree with you the skill gap is insane um 
what when was it that you found out about ALGS and competitive Apex? Did you become a fan? Did you start watching streamers early on? Like what got you hooked into competitive Apex and wanting to like, you know, learn about like late games, end games, et cetera? Uh, that was when I switched to PC. Cause I, I came to PC. I didn't really like care too much about competitive. Like, like I knew it. So you was, weren't a fan. You didn't watch LGS. You no, didn't watch not really. I, I didn't know anything about it. I, I mean, obviously, you know, like who wins like the lands and champions and stuff. Cause that's just everywhere. Like even when you're on console. I mean, I didn't really know much at all about competitive, like not really anything. But that was as soon as I switched to PC, uh, you realize like everyone's playing competitive. So you're like, I'm going to give it a try, you know, because ranked, ranked is in it. You can't just play rank, you know, it's pretty bad. So I, I just like started watching people scrims, watching people streams and then playing, you know, and just from there, I uh, got here. I don't know. Pretty much it. One thing led to another. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Get, we'll get to to those details. That's, that, that's interesting though. Um, so there, if you had to pick one player that early on you started watching their streams and kind of learning from, who'd you admire the most before you were you were that guy? Was there anybody? Uh, I didn't really have Not any really. like competitive people that I watched like that. No, I just like watched okay. everyone. Okay. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. You kind of watched a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you honestly, at no point were you ever just like, I'm a huge fan of this esport. You were always just like, okay, I'm playing this game. I want to get better at this yeah. game. I have mm-hmm. one mission. That was your mission. Yep. Awesome, man. Um, back to the, kind of the family side. Uh, talk about your family a little bit. So you talked about your mom. Um, any any other siblings? You know, you, you, you know, is your dad similarly involved? Any, anyone else involved? Uh, my my grandparents are really like supportive about it now. You know, uh, they they uh, throughout the like the, this weekend uh, at land they were watching the, every day. She, like she came out to our house with my mom and they were watching in the living room the entire time. Awesome, dude. That's awesome. You talked about your brother. Was your brother the one who got you into games in the first place? You said he's the reason. Uh, What's the story there? No, he was just really supportive about it all. He helped a lot with how, how getting the PC and stuff. But um, I think I've been playing longer than him, like video games in general. Got it. Yeah. Got it. See, so he basically just helped make it happen. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I love it. Um, okay, well, shifting gears. Then. So you, you, you mentioned you started playing. You switched from Xbox to PC. On Xbox, you were just kind of a rank grinder. You loved the game, fell in love with yeah. the game, but didn't really know much about competitive. Got your PC courtesy of some help from your brother. Obviously, a great investment from him. Uh, you yeah. just made, did, you, did you make a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, that's awesome, man. Pretty quite the return on investment. You gonna do anything for your brother now, or what? Take him out to dinner? Mm, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I haven't thought that far yet. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Well, yeah, obviously, a great return on investment. You, you get a PC. Uh, the first thing you did, I'm guessing, was you started grinding ranked. What was the time frame? Um, do you remember like like month year? That was was it mid 2022 was it early 2022 when was the i think it was like easy? i think it was like season 13 or 14 so it, was. it wasn't that long ago yeah it wasn't that whatever long that was yeah oh my yeah. gosh season 13 i don't know if i'm doing if my memory serves me correctly was around this time last year maybe a little later yeah yeah, yeah. april that sounds right yeah shout out to b make our producer saying yeah april 2022 okay so literally 14, 15 months ago, you started mm-hmm. your you know competitive journey. You didn't join a team yet, but you just you got a PC. Yep. You went straight to ranked. Did you did you have any teammates at the time? Any connections? Or you just I'm gonna put my head down and grind ranked, and I'll prove myself. What, what was there, how, how, how there were some people from console. There were okay. some people from console that I knew, but like other than that, um, you just like play with them, and then they have their friend groups that because they've been on PC for a little longer, you know, and then it's just like a like a spiral. You just find a lot more people to play with. Got it. Okay. And that's actually similar sort of me. Yeah. I started off competing with my, you know, my cousin is, you know, friends. And then eventually sadly had to leave, had to leave the friend, the boys from console behind and, and uh, join a team. Yeah. Was, it, was it the same? Did you go from like playing with your friend group from console to playing with tech right away? Or what was the path? Uh, there was, I've had some, a good amount of teams, but um, tech was my main like team. He was my first pro league team. He, he helped me a lot. And then, and like how that, how that worked out. Like he told me what I was doing wrong. Uh, but yeah, he was like my first team. Like I actually met something, you know? Wow. Okay. So you went from basically having a group of console players you, you grinded ranked with to your first mm-hmm. competitive team that you actually competed with right away was Meat Lovers. Yeah. It was you, Funk, and Tech. This last mm-hmm. pro league. Mm-hmm. No in between. You had no comp experience at all before then. Uh, no, I, I mean, I played like Challenger Circuit, but like other you than did. that, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you played a few Challenger Circuit tournaments, mm-hmm. but you never had like a set team that you scrimmed with or played VZN scrims or anything like that to grind with, or you didn't mm-hmm. do a little bit of that too? Not, not like really the set team. No, no, no. Okay. Kind of hopped around a little bit. That's, that's crazy, man. Uh, so um, that's a good segue. So talk to me about the journey to joining Meat Lovers in Tech. Did he find you? Did you hit him up and say, give me a chance? How, how did that connection point originally happen? Um, it was, first of, first of all, it was me, Ubin, and Tech. Um, 
uh, and from there, like it, it was, it was a hard decision, but me and tech, uh, ended up letting you go, you know, and then picking up funk and then we played out our pro league split and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And that's what happened. How about even before then, how did you get in touch with tech? How'd you meet tech for the very first time? Was it just a Twitter? Exchange? Uh, it, it was from you Ubin, you hit him up because you had asked me to, I, I'm pretty sure he had asked me to play or I had asked, asked to join his team and then he picked right. up tech and then from there on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you've been made the connection. So that must have been tough uh, to obviously yeah. have to make that that tough decision yeah. to to pick mm-hmm. up Funk instead because he's the one that made the original connection point. Yep. Uh, you sent a tweet. I don't know if we have the the graphic. Um, I'd love to pull it up if we do. You sent a tweet to Tech after this last tournament. We we do have it. Awesome. Tech said, "Congrats, my boy. Very very proud of you, brother." At Zainu, you responded saying, "Thank you for giving me a chance. You're the reason I'm here." Um, you you mean that tech tech uh, is tech the single handed reason that that opportunity to shine is the reason you got to this point where you're at now it's pretty pretty black and white right? Uh yeah he definitely he taught when we would play he would always help me and Funk tell us what we were doing wrong he'd always be like really like serious about VOD reviews like everything like he was definitely one of the main reasons you know. That's that's insane man. That's awesome. So not only did he take a chance, obviously get you guys into pro league, he also was a great mentor, mm-hmm. taught you a lot about the game. Um, do you do you feel like if you joined another team, if you joined up with you know Cubs can protect full or, or any other squad, do you feel like you'd be on Dark Zero right now? Uh, no, I doubt it. I mean, I, I'd still like make a name for myself somehow, you know, like, but um, I, I doubt I'd be anywhere near where I am right now. Yep, I got I got to completely agree with you, and you know. Yeah, I, I have to say, man, I, I have a lot of respect for Tech. I have for a long time. I've shared that on LGS broadcast and elsewhere. Um, for him to be the only pro who's still full-time, the role that he has full-time, mm-hmm. um, the, the guy's a genius, and still be competing at a high level. To have gone through all the – really, the, the one thing I respect most about him is the adversity he's gone through in his career. To be on Furia as a top team with a really solid org, with some, you know, some solid players, to go through the adversity of having to kind of you know work his way from the bottom back to the top. Actually, I, I see – as crazy as it is, uh, I see a lot of myself in tech from when I, when I used to play video games professionally back in the day. I was at a similar point in my career. Picked up a few amateur players and then grinded my way back to the top. Was a top two, top three team, much like Meat Lovers were. And um, it takes a certain type of leader. It takes a certain type of tenacity to do that, to not have give, given up. Yeah. And I got to completely agree with you. I think there's no world, there's no way in hell that you would be on Dark Zero right now if Meat Lovers did not perform the way that y'all did, yeah. turning so many heads. I mean... At one point, were you guys a top three team in pro league? Top five? Yeah, we top were. Seven? Yeah, was I think we were top three? three like two weeks. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Over TSM, who obviously had a bad start. Over uh, NRG. Over DZ. Over so many teams. We had all these rock star players. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's insane. Um, yeah, crazy to think about. Um, so kudos to you, man. Kudos, shot to Tech. Shot to that experience. Obviously, you know you had to, you had to, to do the tough thing to, to to leave him for Dark Zero. There's been a lot of conversation. Look, Aiden has been approached by a lot of people. He stayed with Oxygen. He stayed loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, was it just a no-brainer? Tech know the bad news. And obviously, the, the hard thing is with Tech. So many players come through. He trains them. He builds them up. And then they get this yeah. opportunity. Was he upset at first? Or did he entirely understand? What was that experience I, like? I mean, he, he understood completely. Like, it, it's kind of hard to deny that, you know. Um, especially when we're unsigned, you know, not making any money. And we're like... I mean, we weren't guaranteed for pro league, but or for land, but we were pretty much there. But I mean, it's kind of like a no brainer, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I gotta completely agree, and it's good that he took it that way. Um, so let's, and oh yeah, I didn't realize number one, you, were you, was it you? Yes, you were the number one kill leader in any pro league split mm-hmm. two. That's insane. Yeah. Your first pro league, I talk about you being the first rookie to win an LGS land tournament, but um, if I'm trying to remember correctly, I think Verholz may have been the first rookie to be a kill leader in pro league when he was on ESA early on. I'd have to fact check that, but you were the number one pro league in split two. You obviously started strong with meat lovers and you ended strong with dark zero, the win in the regional final mm-hmm. zero behind that was behind you with 77, you yeah. had 82 kills. So were you, did you just show up to pro league and have no fear? Like part of this story, the part that's craziest to me is how you went from Xbox kid to PC ranked grinder to joining your first like pro comp team with meat lovers to be number one kill leader. Like, it seems like it was an overnight switch. Obviously it yeah. wasn't, uh, but were, did you have any fear? Did you feel any fear at all when you like played in that top tier bubble of, of pro tier from challenger circuit, or did you just play the same way? Did you think? Um, I mean, those, like, I think it was like the first week I was a little nervous, you know, like obviously like first pro leagues, whatever, like can't not be nervous about that. It's like the same thing as land, like the first game. 
Uh, I mean, after that, I was very confident in, like, Funk, as, like, in fighting. Like, we would always play together. And uh, <clears throat> Tech would, like, beat us very well. So, I mean, uh, I was pretty confident after that first week. That's awesome. And actually, on the topic of Funk, I think, as we talked a lot about Tech, we talked about Yubin. How about Funk? Was it helpful having a duo like Funk who can frag out with you on controller? And what are your thoughts on Funk? Because a lot of people thought, like, Zainu or Funk 50-50, either of you could have gone to DZ. Like, you guys are both that good. Um, I can't remember what team Funk is on right now. If I remember correctly, he's playing with Retsy and Senox. Oh, it's Slayer. Yeah, it's Slayer. That's what it was, Slayer. Um, thoughts on Funk as a player, and, and, and the, do you think he played as equals a role as you did to meet level, you and Tech to meet level success? Uh, I think he was honestly like better better than me most of the time with like how he played. Like he was, he was so much more confident confident than me wow. that it made me more confident. You know, like uh, really helpful on the team. You know, like. Um, he hated doing rod reviews. I, I didn't like doing rod reviews either, but I mean, uh, other than that, like he, he was very confident and really helpful to the team most of the time. Wow. So I want to quickly talk about that. Tech had you guys on a pretty solid regimen, like a schedule. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys were young kids. What was the, what was the schedule? Like, what was the mentality? Like, what was the a, a day in the life of being Tech's teammate? Well, it, it, he wanted to like rod review whenever we like after it, most, most scrims, like, there's just a lot of shit he wanted to do, like go over most things, like new strats, like new comps. Um, I mean, I didn't really mind it. Like, I I think VOD reviewing was really helpful. Uh, but yeah, it was an, it was annoying sometimes, but it was it was really helpful. See that, and actually, that even further backs up what we said earlier of like, would you be in the spot you're in now without having that meat lovers opportunity? And even further validates no. I, you know, I think the, the fact that you got to join a team with a leader in tech that basically could teach you what it's like to be a professional. I think we could not be understated, could not be overstated. So um, that's really, really interesting. Do, did you VOD review and do more prep with meat lovers than you do with dark zero? Uh, yeah, we don't VOD review at all. No, we, we go over <laughs> a lot of shit, but like, other than that, we don't, we don't VOD review and stuff. No. Interesting. That's actually yeah. fascinating. So you guys basically were talk shop, talk strats, go over things, discuss, yeah. but don't necessarily VOD review. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Wow, very interesting. Uh, we're obviously going to transition to DZ here in a little bit. Um, so moving on, segueing, obviously, we talked a little bit about it. The, the move to Dark Zero was kind of a no-brainer. Tech understood. Uh, it was obvious to you. You then join DZ after a little bit of controversy, discussion. They were playing with Rambo. They were playing well with Rambo. Uh, and then it was like, okay, what the hell? Why did they replace Rambo when they were playing well? They qualified for LAN. They got top five, I think, two or three weeks in a row. Um, obviously the roster lock move, which is a big part of that. Did you feel pressure going into the regional playoffs to perform given the Rambo decision? Did you, did you hear some of the chatter or did you just stay locked and you didn't care what anyone else was saying? What was your perspective like? Um, they were already like hundred percent called for land. So that, that was like really helpful. And I mean, like people like thought it was a really big deal, but like, I didn't really think it was that big a deal. I was just like showed up, you know, like just played as a team and we did really good. Um, I was really wasn't nervous as a team. I, I was just really confident because they're just both really good players, you know? Yep. And we actually have a clip. Speaking of confidence, we actually have a clip uh, showing how confident you yeah. truly were. A chance here. It is actually insane what you did in this first debut with Dark Zero. Zero, speaking of Dark Zero, gets taken pretty much out of the fight. You're alone. You one clip of Fool turning on you. I think what team is this? I can't remember. This is a uh, Madness wildcard team. It was wildcard. Yes. Okay, it was yeah. wildcard. Get that fucking kill! I'm being a. <laughs> yeah, 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 next one is. We can swing ledge! Yeah, yeah, two seconds! I'm swinging out Bingle! Bingle's a fucking They're just gonna swing! Go, bridge! Go, top bridge! Yeah, yeah! One, one, here, here! Team of two, by the way. What? What? Push one guy, one guy! One clip, another four. No, no, stop. Zainu, Zainu, you are the best player in the game! You are the fucking best cop! Let's go! You're fucking him! Holy fuck, bro. Dude, I think you're a fucker, Shen! I think I made the right choice! Holy fuck! He thinks he made the right choice. Speaking of confidence, you had all the confidence. You can run it back here for a second. I'm okay with that. That was insane, man. Talk about that moment. Uh, it was insane, man. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget that. That was like, I think it's my best pro league clip so far. Um, just that entire game. But uh, I mean, it's just surreal. That's insane. Yeah, I think you said we were watching that clip before the show went live during a little bit of rehearsal. You said that was the most passion you've ever felt for Apex Legends. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like, I don't know, man.
Oh, that day was something. We we we. It's just like the match point. I'm two for two with match point with zero. I mean, we're we're just too good at it, you know. It's crazy thing. Match point specialist is on. So said yeah. insane to think about. It was actually that moment I was watching that live. I heard your guys' comms. I heard your your passion. I heard your hype, your confidence, your excitement. I'm like, and that, I think I came to your stream. That I don't know if you remember. I came to your stream and I said, dude, you're you're it. You're next. You have mm -hmm. it. I could just tell. And uh, then you go to Lanham for the first time, man. It's it's just insane to think about. But um, yeah. The opportunity in front of you to play with DZ, we already talked about land a little bit, but the opportunity when you got signed, when you got the call from DZ, how'd you feel, man? What was going through your head? Could you believe it? Uh, I mean, it's we. it was only between me and Funk. Like, there was no one else they were able to choose. So it's, it's like, it's not like out of the, out of like unreasonable, but I mean, it was insane. I woke up and I, they, they said, uh, we chose you, you know, I was like, okay, you know, time, time to show up, you know, like this is my, my, my fucking, um, the word my time you know <laughs> my time yeah so i RPDM mean dm yeah. sees the day sees the moment yeah. the time. that's it yeah, exactly that's it. i love that that that's that's awesome um and then i think at that time you were you also numbers not only were you playing in kill leader and pro league you were also number one pred or you're you're competing with people for number one in pred what was that um that was that was after i joined x zero and after regionals but um right before scrims yeah i was number one pred uh, and then I ended up just stop stop grinding for uh, international streams. I want to take it a lot more serious, you know. Especially so since I was, just on the why. team. Yeah, that was a conscious I, decision you yeah. made. Yeah, I didn't want to be the like I didn't want to join the team and then not play scrims. You know, that'd be a horrible look. You know, was there a world where you played scrims, did all your you know all your responsibilities as a pro, but then still took home number one predator? You would have had to know life. There's no way. Uh, yeah, I'd have to know life. It with the with the system um, and with peep and stuff like grinding, it, it, I'd have to be playing like 15 hours a day and then scrims too. So it would That's have been horrible. Yeah, the system's a big part of that, right? Because you don't lose um, RP or whatever, LP, yeah. whatever, they, mm -hmm. whatever they call it now. So yeah. basically, it's just about with this system. I didn't even think about that. Obviously, there's been a lot of challenges with the system that everyone knows. Um, with regards to there's no punishment, you just you know, how many people are masters. Everyone talks about how many people are masters. That stat line. Perhaps a big issue for an even bigger issue, obviously a big issue for y'all, is the race for number one pred is now literally just who grinds the most, right? Is that simple as yeah. that? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's just like who plays the most. Yep. Wow, that's it, it, interesting. Hey, and by the way, there's no there's no disrespect to, prep, to peep. I got a lot of respect for we the people. Amen. Speaking of grind, speaking of passion, yeah. it's come up as entirely deserved. He's he's earned it. Mm -hmm. um, but that's but that's a very, very good point. Um, all right, so that's fantastic. Let's, let's talk about the land a little bit. We obviously talked about you know, the experience and the high level. Um, we're gonna talk about the land. Before we jump into the land, were you intimidated at all coming into play with Zero? Because Zero is an IGL versus Tech is an IGL. Two pretty different people. How would you compare the two of them? Uh, yeah, he's definitely more like confident about his calls and stuff. And like, he always if, if he wants to do something, you just listen and you do it. Uh, but I mean, he's just like overall, he like I said, he's more confident, so it doesn't matter. You just do what he wants to do, and it works out. You know, like a lot more experience overall, and it's just like you can trust the calls a lot more. So that, that's the big, the biggest difference is, is yeah. the way in which he IGLs with confidence makes it easier for you to just shoot your gun. Would you Would you say that? Yeah, 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 definitely. Got it. What about um, as a teammate? Um, you know, he he seems like a big hype man. No one really, to be honest, no one really knows Zero like that. He, he's your teammate. He's yeah. your brother now. You guys won a championship together. Describe Zero for for everybody. Uh, I mean, everyone thinks he's just like some toxic guy that, you know, that just yells at his teammates and it's just not true. Uh, he's like really supportive overall, like will hype up his teammates. Like, I, I don't know if you like, uh, if anyone like listened in on the comms overall, but he's always just like hyping everyone up, you know, like um, just trying to make everyone just like play their best, you know, stuff like that. That's awesome. How about Jen Burton? Jen's What's the nicest, like? man. Jen's the nicest. I think everyone knows that. Yeah, he's just the nicest. <laughs> Pure kindness from that man. That's yeah, it. Pure yeah, kindness. Nothing, nothing wrong. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Um, does, does he, he? He's very kind, but he's also very, also very passionate. He could talk a little smack. He could have a little yeah, fun. But yeah, that's just yeah. from like a joking perspective. He's mm -hmm. never like actually mean to anybody. Is that valid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very jokey. You know, just the kind of guy. That's awesome. Uh, uh, it's yep. basically copy and paste from his father, which is great. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone that's met his father, the, the, he's the exact same way. Yeah, two, exactly, two, great yeah. humans, two great people. They're enjoying a well-deserved trip in Turkey right now, a uh, post, little post-holiday event. Mm -hmm. Are you enjoying? You, you guys are on basically a team vacation, team break for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. Besides getting sick, you, uh, you enjoy being back home, celebrating with the fam? Yeah, sleeping in my own bed's really nice, you know. But uh, yeah, we I think we have scrims in a few weeks, so we'll we'll start that back up again. 
And one, one, yeah, one quick question back to DZ, the, the, the transition from Meat Lovers. You had to change characters. You changed Legends going into DZ. You went from a, a very frag-heavy role with Bangalore to playing Seer, a little more utility. And you did it with no, relatively no problem. You ended up winning. And did you play Seer in the regional final? Uh, no, I played Bang. You played Bang in the regional final. Yeah. Okay, so you had some time to practice in, in scrims. What was the transition like? Because those are two very different characters, right? What was the transition like from Bang to Seer? Did it feel like a transition? You're playing more of a utility support role, calling things out, scanning for your team, et cetera, or not really? Uh, I mean, no, it's definitely, I still, I still have a really big problem with like not scanning around sometimes in like end games, but, uh, and scrims, it was a little hard. I had to get used to like, not just like playing in the open and stuff and like your positioning, but, um, I think I've got used to it a lot. It's, it's definitely a lot easier now, but I still have a big problem with like scanning, you know, uh, and like intense end games and stuff and like trying to find like spots. Uh, Seer's a really hard character. I think he's one of the hardest characters there for comp and stuff. You have to be really careful about like your, uh, utility and stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's one of the biggest misnomers is like, Seer is so overpowered, so easy to use, nerf Seer, ban Seer. But in, in, in actuality, you would actually rank Seer as one of the harder characters in terms yeah. of skill gap to, to learn mm -hmm. and play. Yep. Yeah, you don't, you don't just, you don't just uh, throw smokes and get loose and have it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> is probably the opposite, right? Bangalore's got to be one of yeah, the easiest. Yeah, very, very easy, yeah. Yeah. Stepped out was like, my first land playing Bangalore. You know, I'm like, all right, dude, you just throw smokes <laughs> and, you get, yeah. and you get speed boost. Not a I always got to give time. <laughs> no. We, uh, I think we have a graphic and BMAC, oh, wait, real quick, sorry. Quick question for our producer. BMAC, are you live to the audience or just me? Okay, our, my man, our producer, I just want to make sure you guys couldn't hear him so I wasn't cutting him off. Um, he said something about effects. Say that again, BMAC, I don't know if you could talk to the audience here. That'd be fantastic if you can. Yeah, so when you, people compared like effect to you as like the two controller rookies coming into LAN, but effect was playing like horizon like a more frag oriented character while you were playing seer like how does that comparison work out uh i mean everyone was like after land everyone was like shit talking to me about that like i i didn't get it but uh i mean i, I played shit talking to you i feel yeah, like the other I, way around they were saying that like effects like way better you know and like mm. i i play seer in zone and he plays horizon and edge so like i i don't think it's very like comparable you know Ah, oh, I see. Everyone was shit talking, saying effect was the kill yeah. leader you were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, did you still get? Where, where'd you end up in the killer leader race? Top ten, top five? Uh, yeah, I was still like top ten somewhere around there. Yeah, somewhere top ten. Yeah, yeah. That's a great point. That's that actually that's actually really interesting. Uh, it's so easy to look at the kill leader stat page, see the number, not see a legend next to their name. Actually, we should have a character next to their name because that's a very good point. A team that plays a little more edge heavy, DZ's always been known to play very smart edge style, can take fights when they need to. Mm -hmm. Obviously, back in the day, it was with. Gibraltar and Caustic, as hard edge as it got. That's how they won champs. That's how they won Sweden, rinse and repeat. Um, but now you're on Seer. Compared to Horizon on edge is a, is a big night and day difference. Yeah. Uh, didn't even, honestly, didn't even think about that. So that's a really good point. Mm -hmm. And Seer in itself is a little bit more of a support. Would you agree? Do you play Seer as obviously more support, more utility for your team? Like you think of the, some of the best Seers in the game, you think of reps and others. Did you have to become more of a support player as opposed to just like shooting your gun? Or do you still feel like you can get loose and, and shoot? Yeah, I, th I think with his new abilities, uh, with like his stun and stuff, I think he's very more aggressive. Like he used to be like, you have to play support or you're just dead. But now with the Seer scan, I think it's, you can play a lot more like loose and stuff. Uh, and you don't get punished as hard. That's a good point. So yeah, you, yep. can, you can now be a little more of an aggressive player with Seer based on that. You can get higher kills, etc. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is valid. Um, although I, there's some uh, discussion about who's going to be playing Seer on your team. I think we have a graphic of a, a little bit of a, a tweet or banter <laughs> so you did make the decision that zero will be playing seer yeah. uh, what's the backstory there i know there was a little joke about getting top three um yeah uh we were when well, i was like because i've been saying since we uh were playing scrims and i was on seer i was like yo when am i gonna get off seer zero and he's like he never really told me and then we were at lane i think it was like right before finals like maybe winners he's like all right if we get top three at lane i'll play i'll play seer but he's like joking around um <laughs> And then we won. So then so I, yeah, I just I just troll tweeted, and you yeah, made, you made yeah. the executive decision. As yeah, I've decided. New... Yes. Are you Tama? Are you even? Are you technically? I don't know if you could. You think you can share this? Are you technically signed by DZ yet, or is that a yeah, yeah. trial? No, I've been signed. Yeah. Okay, so you were signed before Lamb. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's awesome. Good. I'm glad yeah. that should be that should be the case. That's awesome. Glad yeah. to hear that's the case. Uh, so good. As the brand new member of the team, you made the executive decision. You're back on being zero zero. That's awesome, man. Um, Okay, so jumping into the land a little bit, I want to get your uh, your take. It was it was hilarious, man. Please make please on behalf of the entire Apex community, I need you to text Zero and Jen as soon as this the show's over, saying never change. 
uh, because the banter <laughs> between y'all and Aurora was some of the best content yeah. I think I've seen between pro players. For some reason, we don't get a lot of pros with not not a ton of pros with like deep, great personalities that are down to talk trash and have fun and make things interesting. And um, you know, I could probably name on two hands or one hand. Uh, zero, Jen Burton, certainly on those hands. Um, Talking about the contest with Aurora, I, I think you guys pretty handedly beat them in scrims, yet they still didn't didn't leave. What was that like? Walk me through it. Um, the score was like double, like what they had beat us. I, I think it was like 50 or something. Like uh, it was insane. It was lucky just a waste of time, but, um, <laughs> every time we, we would get up seven in the morning for me, want to contest them. And then we just should talk to each other in, in the oversight cord. And then as soon as we went to land, uh, it was just like, we should talk to each other there. Like it wasn't any different. And then the Twitter beef was insane. Like, but, so like their, their org account was going crazy, but it was funny. It was funny. See, I, see I, they don't have as big a followings as y'all. So I missed, I, I have to go back yeah. and look at them. I missed some of their org tweets. I missed some of their tweets. I only saw Zero and Jen Burton's tweets. Yeah. Was their org and were they also going as hard as y'all were? Uh, I mean, our org wasn't going as hard, but they were definitely like, they were going pretty crazy. But uh, Zero was, was fucking making his profile pick, like their 20th place and stuff. It was funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And kept it when he won the championship. Mm -hmm. That was his profile pick was was, yeah. was Aurora um, in 20th place. Yep. Actual actual comedy. Like I said, please don't Was it all in game trash talk though or did it ever get a little heated in person? Anything happened in person? Mm, I mean, we, we were right next to each other in the warm-up area and we contested them in scrims and he turned around and yelled at them. But like other than that, that's, that's in game. Yeah. That's in game trash talk, bro. <laughs> that's it. Yep. Okay, so you guys kept it in game. I love it, man. God, that's fantastic. They, they ended up not making the final lobby, right? Yeah, they didn't make finals, though. No. Top 30? I think they got top 30. Yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. Dude, that's funny. Goes to show who uh, the Alpha was. Um, they did contest you guys in Harvester. Walk us through it at the actual land itself. And I, I should know this offhand, but I don't. Obviously, the entertainment was, was hilarious. Um, they, you guys six owed them to start, but then they brought it back and it ended up being decently even, right? Uh, no, they, they like six owed the first day. So that's you, what they it was. Just, like, yeah, they they hadn't like done anything that uh, what they did at land was completely than what they did a completely different than what they did in scrims. Uh, they just copied our play style, mm -hmm. and we were like completely caught off on it. Which was what? What was the play uh, style? What, give us the detail. Well, they just copied our comp and did exactly what we did. We would have one person land on the side, and two people would go middle, or like switch it up depending on what was happening. And they just completely copied that, and then beat us that day. And then um, we just like switched up switch up our comp to what we used to do in the beginning, and then just three of them on the day. Damn, I didn't realize that. So yeah. they basically made it a 50-50 then is what you're saying. They dropped yeah, exactly they, where you were? They, that, that's when they would win the most is when they would make it a 50-50. And we would do like whatever we could to not make it a 50-50 because that's when you don't win most of the time, you know? And they're MN MNK. They say MNK has a slight bin opening advantage. Is that, is that true or is that a myth? Mm, I don't know. They, they just blamed it on ping if they didn't end up losing. They did uh, thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which online you can't do y'all got the same thing yeah exactly yeah simple as that and you know y'all got the last laugh you held the trophy up uh yeah. either way it was hilarious man um like i said make sure let the boys know please never change and also let zero know we need more of his, his personality i gave him a little bit of a lecture online because it's true man that, that guy is awesome personality so many people want to learn and get to know more about him want to watch him he's just he's uh he's so yeah. fun to watch uh with that said obviously i love the fact that you you're always grinding man what is um what is what is your why what would you say is the reason that you you in the hours streaming and, and you do these interviews even though you're sick like is it just gratitude because eight months ago you were so far from this spot is it just how you were raised is it what is what is your why that keeps you grinding so hard uh i mean i just want to keep getting better at everything you know like growing all my socials like pretty much all like gaming stuff you know i just want to like get better at everything like all, all that stuff like and i do want to grow my stream and stuff like that like that's my biggest goal right now after like winning the land and stuff um and yeah honestly that's 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 pretty much it that's amazing is that it's innate it sounds like it's just yourself you're self-motivated or is it similar yeah. to hal where his dad was very hard on him or do you have any like deeper story there is it just or is it just you is it just innate yeah i think i'm just self-motivated yeah awesome man it's a, it's a good 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 characteristic to have never lose that never change um yep. so yeah shaking off the nerves the aurora contest you guys you guys lost for uh the first day Changed things up, came back. You said the very first game, you were a little bit nervous. If those that just started tuning in, uh, this is the beginning of the show. Very first game, maybe you were a little bit nervous, but then you guys mm -hmm. ended up being second that day, gave you all the confidence yeah. you needed to start dominating. So you guys play well in group stage. Winner's bracket and match point. You guys were uncontested, yet you still got eighth in winner's bracket round one, three placements away from being knocked to loser's bracket. 
Do you remember that match at all? What what went wrong there, even though you're uncontested? Uh, I mean, it, it was just like a tough day in general. Um, we didn't really like, do anything wrong. It was just like overall just an unlucky day, and we still ended up getting like eighth. So, uh, at least we didn't like mess up really big that day. So we came into finals like being sort of confident about it. Like getting eighth after not messing up at all and just getting really unlucky is is still pretty good. So that's what you felt. You felt like yeah. you guys played terrible. Yeah. All three yeah. did good vibes. Eighth place, mm -hmm. not the best placement. I don't think you even got a top three finish in any of those games. Yeah, so you guys, no, you guys yeah. kind of lacked the yep. consistency that you normally had, but you still had all the confidence in the world mm -hmm. going to Sunday. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, what's it like after winning winner's bracket round one? I think on that Saturday, you're done. You, you just get to watch loser's finals. Um, yeah. What's it like just being able to kick back? What were, you, what were you guys doing Saturday night to prep? Were you just keeping it chill, good vibes, enjoying your KFC like I saw you in the lobby <laughs> on Friday night? Or what were you guys doing on Saturday night? Uh, yeah, we just we just watched the the loser's bracket and then just go to the hotel and chill and stuff, you know? I don't want to like strats? overdo it did, or anything. Did, did, yeah. did ZZ have you guys on a, on a regimen? Talk strats? Uh, no, talk he, he just figures it out and then we go to game day and he like tells us what we're doing and we're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's much Actually, that. that's one thing I want to dig into. Um, Tons of, and obviously it was before you, it was actually right after you joined the team. Uh, PVP uh, gets replaced as coach. Uh, you know, I, I asked Zero, or sorry, I asked Jim Burton some of the detail there. He, he said he didn't really want to talk too much about it, so I won't ask you the same thing. Um, but let's focus more on, on Nick, on ZZ. Mm -hmm. He came in, brand new coach, was on a bit of a trial. You guys were looking for a coach, earned the spot pretty damn quick. Why did he earn the spot, and what did he do to earn the spot in your eyes? What does he continue to do for you all? Uh, I mean, he's just really helpful for the team. He does a lot of stuff, uh, that we like, like yeah, overall, if we do something like bad, uh, like me in general or Jen in general, he'll like talk to us about it, like in a separate call, be like, yeah, I think you should start working on this. And, um, I think that's just really helpful overall for the team and stuff. And we'll figure out the strats that like some of us might not see, you know, like zero, like even me sometimes. Uh, and he just like has a different perspective and we're like, oh, okay, that actually isn't a bad idea at all. And yeah, he's just like helpful overall for the team a lot. Yeah, that's actually, it's really good insight. For those that don't know, uh, maybe don't follow Apex as closely, ZZ, aka Nick, uh, was rising star coach, you know, about a year ago, um, was around from the same era of, of Raven, coach TSM and a few others, mm -hmm. uh, I believe was the coach for KCP early yeah. on, Nasky, yeah. uh, Nasky's coach over in EU was kind of discovered. Early, mm -hmm. Nasky was bummed to have lost him because he lost him to FaZe Clan, right? The, the great mm -hmm. org pays well. He was the coach of FaZe, and then FaZe announced that they were making a, a decision to replace him, um, which is a complete shock because a lot of people know how great of a coach he is. Uh, getting some insight there and without you know divulging too much or getting too much detail, I think that there just wasn't a great fit for FaZe because to, to what you just said, Zainu, he's very hands-on and very involved. Yeah. And Phony has such a good grasp on things, and you know, Snipe Down is kind of secondary IGL to Phony. They feel like they know the game well enough. They can decide the strats. They just wanted, you know, a coach or an analyst to give them information, right? Um, yeah. uh, statistics, numbers, analysis, where teams dropping, rotating, et cetera. Whereas mm -hmm. Nick is a very hands-on coach, it seems like. So he ended up joining Dark Zero. It seems like he fits like a glove. Is it like the, a true sports team coach relationship? Like Bill Belichick for the Patriots, where he basically builds the playbook and the strategy book for y'all. And is Zero okay being hands-off and just IGLing in-game? Or what's the dynamic like between Zero and ZZ? Um, they work together with each other a lot on the stuff they like think they need to do. Like they'll go into customs with each other. Um, so I, overall, I think they they work together a lot. A lot. Like it's not just uh, Nick and stuff. They just like uh, if they don't like something, or if like Nick doesn't like something, or or uh, Zero doesn't like something, they tell each other that. And then they just like figure out another idea and like what else they could do. That's awesome. So they're both pretty hands-on, pretty involved, yeah. which is a good thing, right? It, it's good to have a secondary opinion, checks and yeah. balances, check each other about, um, yeah. and, and also fight sometimes, disagree sometimes, healthy disagreement. Sounds like that's the yeah. case. That makes sense. That, that's, a, that's a great dynamic. Um, very interesting. Well, clearly the impact has been there. Um, was it, what was the reason you switched off of banning and on to Seer? Was it because of Nick or was it zero or, or what was the reason? Uh, I was, I used to like be really bad of like, uh, I would like get picked a lot. And so, uh, one of one thing Zero thought is like put me on tier, so I I play a little different, you know, like think about my, my positioning a lot more, and then uh, maybe go back on bang eventually. But uh, we ended up doing like pretty good on on me on tier, so we just stuck with it at land and stuff, and then yeah, we ended up winning. That that makes sense. So basically, mm -hmm. playing tier slowed you down and yeah. made you, helped you make non 
less stupid plays yeah. being picked or getting mm-hmm. caught out. Yep. Makes sense. Yep. That's, that's interesting. Um, well, moving forward, championship bracket, championship Sunday, um, the grand finals. Um, what a whirlwind, what a final it was so much fun to watch. This is the first clip we have. That's not of you all of DZ, but it was a pretty big moment in the grand scheme of things. Let's pull up the clip of Scurry and his horizon lift that saved your ass and saved your life. Yeah. Exit of full three as well as TSM. It's a battle of North America in the final circle. And someone's going to have to take down At this one point, of TSM was 74. They're in first by quite a while. They're on high ground. Are you watching? You knew it was TSM because your play style. Are you thinking TSM's going to win this game? Are you, are you scared? Uh, we were watching Exit under them. And we, we saw them holding out the Horizon queue. And we're like, okay, they're going to queue on them. And TSM uh, like, didn't realize it was even happening. And I, they honestly got smoked. Like It's not like it would have mattered. Exit uh, like, destroyed them. But if TSM didn't end up winning it, uh, as you see here, Scurry throws a Horizon for phase. I mean, it's it's kind of just over for them, you know. Like, there's, it's pretty impossible for them to win that game. Phase is a Horizonless yeah. team comp. Yep. Here's here's Xset's point of view. Okay, so Xset actually pushed first. I don't yeah. Phase to win over Xset. Either way, you think TSM's not winning that. You yeah. weren't shaking your boots necessarily. Xset mm-hmm. made the play. Phase secured the play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it makes sense. And this is the best right here. The the, the game chat. <laughs> In pro, pro lobbies is unmatched. Yeah, if you guys do not, something. Just fans of ALGS read game chat and laugh. You're living under a rock. Um, Scurry, thank you for the rising queue. You are a legend. Scurry says, no problem. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that was the best. Um, obviously, it was uh, Act that already had done the business. Um, you guys felt confident. And was that the game before the next game you guys won, or was it the game after that? Uh, I think the game after that, for exactly. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we watched the folks that are just tuning in, uh, make sure to run this back. We watched the game winning moment. That's how we started the show with the moment that Dark Zero won. Um, and of course, Zainu mm-hmm. got crowned as the champion. Um, we talked about that. We talked about the winning moment. The championship finals all up though. Um, playing in a champion, playing in a match point final in a regional final online versus on, on LAN. What was the difference in your eyes there? Um, what was the experience like playing in that match point final? What was the competition like? uh honestly i don't think it's much different people take regionals and land extremely serious like regionals is really important to some people um yeah i mean it's it's a lot of you just as sweaty in your eyes yeah just as sweaty honestly i don't think it was much different at all uh i mean some people even say regionals is harder than like land finals and stuff which uh i mean i I don't have enough experience to answer that like uh it did it did seem like it to me that's interesting um any other macro stories? Obviously, we talked a lot about you guys winning, but uh, TSM in second. It, you, it seems like right now, you and TSM are the top two big dogs. We don't mm-hmm. have the clip, sadly, but we, we had Verholz on the show the same night you came on, the, on After Hours Live from London on Thursday night. And he said he's actually not afraid of Alliance. Uh, everyone was hyping up Alliance because yeah. they were dominating group stages. He said his biggest competition, his biggest threat is, is y'all, um, yeah. which ended up being one and two, which is crazy to think. Do you feel like you and TSM are a, a step ahead of everybody else? Or do you think... Xset Alliance, a few of the other teams are right there behind y'all. Uh, I think the way they play is completely different than like how us and TSM play. Uh, Alliance are really like late rotate and stuff still. And they just like rotate in and end up killing a team, which is really like, I mean, anything can happen. It's really, really un- unreliable. And uh, TSM and us just play zone. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's really consistent overall. So that's, you think that, and that's a good point. That's the difference maker, right? And I think um, it was Verholz that also talked about it. If you play edge, you're going to dominate groups because you're going to yeah. farm mm-hmm. people that aren't yep. maybe as skilled, yep. which is why Alliance dominated and farm groups. But playing edge in grand finals is a lot harder because a lot more teams play zone, play four zone, and you're not just going to rotate in on edge for free. Um, Alliance ended up getting top 10 still, a really, really solid tournament weekend. Yeah. But Verhulls called them a group stage team. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, honestly, I, I kind of have to. I, I, I know they don't like being called a group stage team, but like... I mean, it's, it's just how it works out. Interesting. Effect, though. Talk to him about effect. You think he's the trainer you said earlier. You got you got a little bit of flack for his dominance <laughs> in the overall kill leaderboards. Yeah. You're a little further down, because you, but you think that's because you played Seer. Yeah. Uh, do you think effect is the truth? Do you think you're better than yeah, him? Yeah, I, I think he's really good. I mean, I, I can't say I'm better than him. I think he's really good, but it's just like, it's kind of hard to compare me and him, you know, when we play completely different play styles, you know. I also play Seer, so. I mean, I, he's still really good, though, and an insane player. Respect show. I love it. Um, we're going to do a little fun segment if you're cool with it. It's yeah. going to be like a rapid fire, quick questions, get to know Zionu segment. Is that okay? Yep. 
Mm-hmm. That sounds this, good. This isn't. We have a, we usually have a run a show. You're probably looking at it too. This is not in the run of show. This is literally just off the cuff, not non scripted. This is going to come from the brain here, from the noggin. Uh, first things first. We're going to keep it Apex oriented. Um, first legend you ever played in your first game of Apex Legends. Who was it? Oh, I don't know. I think Wraith. Wraith. That's a yeah, good choice. I think so. Yeah. Um, if favorite Apex legend, if you could pick one character you had to play for the rest of your life, who would it be? It's probably Bang. It is. Me too. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Favorite map. Mm, World's Edge. Favorite gun. Mm, R three or R R nine. Either of those. You're a fan of both of them. Thoughts yeah. on the Nemesis. That's OP. It's just OP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite game mode that is not Battle Royale, so like mixtape or anything else. Uh control for sure. Control's really fun. Nice. Um, favorite video game of all time. Mm, I'd say BO3 or BO2. Call of Duty. Weird. You're yeah. a COD kid. Yeah. Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. I already knew that. I said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a little biased. Uh, Snickers or Kit Kats? Ooh, Snickers for sure. Twix or Snickers? Ooh, Snickers. Damn, Snickers is dominating yeah. this, this winner's bracket. Uh, <laughs> Kit Kat or Twix? Uh, I'd say Twix. Okay. Uh, Reese's or Snickers? Reese's for sure. Okay. Snickers, oh, you already answered. So Snickers versus Reese's. Reese's wins. Reese's is alpha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's good pretty decision. good. I wholeheartedly agree with, with that final decision. Um, but tw- Don't know about Twix, Snickers. Snickers over Twix is blasphemy. That's just, Think so? that's just wild. Oh, yeah, 100%. If you could vacation anywhere in the world, where would it be? I don't know. That's hard. I, there's a lot of places I want to go. I don't know if I have like an answer to that one. There's only one answer, and I'll give you a hint. I'm there right now. Yeah. What is it? Mm, I don't know. I I mean, I I don't remember the name, but I I I don't. (laughs) You're terrible. I I think there's other places. No, don't you dare. Yeah, I think there's other places. Second off, it's the it's the best vacation spot in the universe. You're wild. Actually, there's some good like Bora Bora. I get it. I get it. Um, let's see what else we got. Favorite cuisine, like. Type of cuisine mm, eat? I don't know. What's yours? <laughs> you just put a reversal uh, on me? Or is yeah, this a sales I tactic? have to. I don't know. I, mine, pound for pound, taste wise, Mexican. Overall, yeah. all things considered, Mediterranean because of health. Yeah. Um, Italian's also goaded. Those are my top three. But there's also Chinese. Have you ever had Indian food before? Yeah, I, I like Indian food a lot. I'm a big I like Indian food. Yeah, like butter naan and then like the, um, mm. the butter chicken. It's so good. Maybe now you have to answer the question. Which is your favorite cuisine? It's probably Chinese. Chinese food. Chinese food. Yeah. Nice. That's a good choice. That's a very good choice. Chinese is great. Uh, Imperial Hal or Zero? Who's the better IGL? And don't just say Zero because he's your Definitely Zero. Definitely Zero. (laughs) You you cut me off. I couldn't even finish the question, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Top five controller players in Apex Legends, including yourself. You have to rank them. Have some balls here. Mm. Verholz. Start with five. Start with five. Okay, I have to rank them like. No, you can start with one. It's harder to start with five. You can start with one. Go with one. Uh, Overall, not just like aim. Overall, like all things. Overall, like a man. Verholz. I'm gonna put myself in second. Big ego. Guild. Jen, and mm, Hal up there. We'll put Hal up there. How's a good choice? Yeah. How's a good choice? Damn, no effect top five. Kill leader, uh? Say what? Dude, there's so many controller players. I, I was I was just thinking off the head, you know. That's okay. No, no, it's okay. That's fine. That's fine. We yeah. don't really feel. No, I'm just playing. Uh, top three mouse and keyboard players in the world. Mm, I think Zero's first, especially since he's IGL still. Um, who else? We're some main Nathan's really Hockey's good. Reps, fun, fun FPS. Um, Ooh, yeah. The Aurora guys. I, I think Vane, I, Aurora. Uh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I can't up Aurora. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know why yeah, I brought I can, Aurora. I can. I was, that was too soon. Too soon. Okay, zero. I say zero. Nathan and fun. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. You went throw sweet in there. Yeah. Uh no, he doesn't play the game enough. Maybe. <laughs> I, I can't give it to him. No. Called out. Uh. Is controller OP? Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. It is. You think it is? Yeah. All things considered, you really think it is? Not just like mm-hmm. 1v1 firing range. Uh, 
uh, I, I think MNK is still really good if you're like, if you know how to play it in like a land environment and stuff like that. But overall, controllers overall just overall it is. Do, OP, do you think yeah. uh, the controller was nerfed a little bit on land? A lot of people were saying that it's not as good on land. MNK. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't think so. You didn't feel that I, way. I don't know. You were yeah, locked. You were locked in. Yeah. Um. Let's do some other fun ones. Who's the best looking Apex Legends player? Sight down. <laughs> I didn't even hesitate, bro. <laughs> Who's the worst looking? <laughs> Who's the worst looking? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that. I'm not answering that. Don't answer no, that question. No, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Who's the funniest Apex Legends player? Uh, Senox is really funny. Senox, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Learned. He just doesn't stream enough. No one knows that. Yeah, you learn something new every day. Um, if you could go pro in any other game that isn't Apex Legends, what game would it be? Mm. And like, it could be any game, not the ones you've played. Okay, uh, I'm not even an MK player, but Valorant. Valorant, Valorant looks really Valorant fun. Valorant looks fun? Yeah, that's yeah, a good choice. Does, yeah. That's a really good choice. Someone tells me if you're just cracked at Valorant, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Fa what, what are your hobbies outside of Apex Legends? Uh, I've started to go to gyms. Uh, I don't really do any other stuff. I, I just, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to start trying to do more stuff, but yeah, it's just like gym and Apex and stream and stuff. Got it. Uh, boxers or yeah. briefs? Mm. boxers i guess i don't know that was a weird one i don't know why i asked that one don't yeah. judge me. twitch chat on youtube comments you're allowed to judge that <laughs> what else we got I'm gonna... a would you rather that i'm gonna come up with the top of my head would you rather no i'm not gonna do that this is gonna continue to get weird we're gonna wrap it up there that, that was your, <laughs> this rendition of get to know via some rapid fire questions um hope you all enjoyed Zana, you're awesome man let's uh let's wrap up with some closing thoughts and actually like a little bit of what's next man you're, you're a land champion yeah. you've reached the pinnacle obviously winning championships is is the logical next step but what, what, what can we expect from you now that you're back home obviously once you get over this sickness um getting ready for chance what's next for you definitely a lot of streams um we're not contested and we shouldn't be at least in champs scrims or champs at all so hopefully be streaming those uh yeah just, i just i want to do a lot more i realized once i went to lane you know i just like haven't been doing a lot of stuff so there's a lot i want to do that's yeah. awesome like irl stuff like going to the going to the yeah, gym, yeah, did you go like to the gym and things like that yeah mm -hmm. yep nice. just a lot of irl stuff yeah i like that if you need a little workout regimen i got a really simple like starter program it tells you what to do very very easy yeah five days a week i got you if you need yeah it. sounds good yeah easy, easy peasy so so that we can expect a jacked zainu at algs championships in birmingham yep. You, you got yeah. to keep that secret. That was hard to keep as a secret. That was big news. Birmingham, you get thoughts on Birmingham as a location over London. It, it looks horrible. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> it's, it's something different, you know? So here's the thing. A lot of people yeah. are like Birmingham. Um, the city I heard is not a lot to do, but people don't realize mm -hmm. insomnia gaming fest is going on at the exact same time. And is a, supposedly a really, really big gaming festival. And I think mm -hmm. they're going to do some type of collaboration co-marketing thing with them. So hopefully It'll be a jam-packed stadium because of that. Like if you have an insomnia pass, oh, okay. I don't know what the plan is for that, but I just know that that's going on. I feel like oh, there's yeah. got to be something there. So would it be worth it if there's an insane crowd for you at least? Uh, yeah, I think the stadium's a lot better, but right. Birmingham in, in general, it doesn't look that nice. That's fair. But let's be honest. Yeah. Did you do a whole lot of sightseeing in London? No, no, no. I, I think I'm going to do it do more this time. But I, I just wanted to get back home, you know. I, I haven't traveled like that like ever, so. Yeah. I think sense. next time I will. Exactly. Especially because you're, you know, you're 17 years yeah. old. I don't blame you one bit. Your mom was a nervous wreck as well. It sounded like, uh, hopefully your mom can join you. Is she, is she coming to this next land? Your family, uh, any family members? Maybe my mom is, I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. TBD. You should hundred percent travel after take a nice little vacation. Um, you earned it, man. Congratulations. hundred thousand dollar ALGS champion. The first rookie to ever do it. The second rookie, I believe I have to do my math. Uh, to, to be the kill leader in his first pro league split. Mm. A remarkable human. Uh, I asked him to describe himself in a few words at the beginning of the show. Make sure to run that back and watch that. But I can I can attest a very, very kind, nice, loving person. Make sure to check out his stream. For those that don't know, where can they find you? It looks like you got your Twitter up on screen, but uh, do you, how often do you stream and where else can we find you? Uh, I try to stream every day and then daily YouTube videos. So all that stuff, yeah. Put in the work. Kid's got a good head on his shoulders, and he's also got a trophy to raise above his shoulders as well. Mm. Congratulations on the ALGS championship for Thank split you. two playoffs. Zainu, the one and only, the rookie, great kid overall. Thanks for taking the time, especially Thank while you, I appreciate it, man. For everyone that's watching, thank you for watching. This is Apex After Hours, the Apex Experience, a one-on-one -on -one
exclusive interview, just getting to know people in the Apex scene. Like the whole goal of this podcast, this show is to give people a chance to tell their stories because I think we need to do more story building to put a name to a face to a stream in Apex Legends. A lot of people know who people are, but they don't know why people exist, why they do what they do in the backstory. So the goal is just to get as many people through this show as possible mm -hmm. to give you all a chance to get to know uh, the person behind the gamer tag. I hope you all enjoy. Please give us any feedback. This will be live, I believe, on YouTube and Spotify. So check out uh, us on all platforms. Any feedback you have, please let us know at Apex After Hours on Twitter or at Fallout with two Ts on Twitter. We would appreciate any feedback. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to see other people on this um, this show, please let us know. We got a, a little bit of an announcement coming soon as to who's going to be coming in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned for that. Thanks for watching, everybody. Have a good day or evening yes. here if you're in Europe with me. Thanks again for joining, man. I appreciate Thanks, you. Man.